Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Recorded live. Happy Monday. I love Happy Monday, don't you? I sure do. Hey, we got a crazy show for you today. Uh, this is just for this show is just for kicks right now. Monday I call it crazy day, so yeah, I got some really wild stuff today to share with you guys. You're gonna love this stuff. This when you thought the world couldn't get any crazier. Ah, wrong answer. Here we go. Let's read this one. McDonald's faces cockroach burger claim in New Zealand. Yeah, I love protein, don't you? This is provided by AFP, fast food giant McDonald's, replaced President and Chief Executive Donald Thompson on Wednesday after the company turned in another poor quarter of sales and earnings last week. Anyway, fast food giant McDonald's said Monday it was uh, aware of New Zealand's woman's allegation she found a half-eaten cockroach in her hamburger but at one of the South Island restaurants. Uh, let's see here. Anna Sophia Stevenson told Fairfax, New Zealand, that she bought a Big Mac meal on Saturday night, then found a cockroach when she was back at home and part way uh, through eating the burger. The guts were hanging out, and it had a big hole in the middle of it. The 26-year-old makeup artist said, I was trying to squeeze my teeth through it. I was chewing on that thing for a while. I thought it was a bit of a grisly meat. Uh, it must have some pretty good-sized cockroaches in New Zealand. Uh, Stevenson did not complain to the restaurant, instead posting pictures on Facebook and saying she felt violated 
ill and traumatized and disgusted. Uh, McDonald said that the franchise in the town of Bellium contacted uh, Stevenson as soon as it became aware of the allegations on social media. It said the franchise collected the burger and foreign objects so they could be sent for independent testing. However, McDonald's said Stevenson requested the burger's return on Monday was to really limit our ability to further investigation uh, on the matter. It said Carnival Health Inspectors visited the restaurant on Monday and found no evidence of pests. Well, I think I know why, because I think she probably ate it. Uh, it's important to note that the uh, products were ordered via drive through transported by car, and then consumed at the consumer's home, McDonald said in his statement to AFP. Well, yeah, you can see where that's going. It's like, well, you know, lady, maybe while the burger was sitting on the floorboard of the car, wherever, you know, maybe... Little roach guy was already in your car and crawled up and, you know, uh, looked at it and said, "Oh, look at here, uh, my favorite. I love Big Macs, you know." And got up in there and was chopping away on his his part of the sandwich. And you know, of course, uh, time the thing got in there and she opened it up in the house wherever she started eating it. Ah, well, there it is, you know. Uh, or you know. Maybe she had him in the house, you know. Maybe he was the last roach that was left. That's what it is. The last roach that was left, and so she didn't, you know, ran out of food and had to go to McDonald's. I don't know. Or, you know, maybe the thing was in there from the restaurant, you know. I don't know. Uh, I'm sure she'll make a few dollars out of this one, though. What do you think? How's that for crazy? There it is. There's, that's pretty wild in itself. Let's see. What else do we have in today's headlines? What I love about Let's see. Let's find you something else that's great. Uh, let's see. Okay. This should This should be interesting. More crazy. I love it. I absolutely love it. Here we go. Oh, no, no. I don't want... I don't care about that. Just give me the story. They want to give me the visual, and I really don't want the visual. I can get by that. Watch this. Here we go. We don't want... That here's what we want. Okay. Uh, Let's see. I just read some of the things on here. This gives you an idea. This is just today, right? Uh, Let's see. Skip child support, go to jail. Lose job, repeat. A prosecutor files charges against officer in beating on video. Two women maimed by Tazmoff react to verdict. Final argument set in ex-Iowa lawmakers' sex assault trial. Tasers on trial. New film looks at taser use by police. Uh, Tulsa Sheriff volunteers training record wasn't falsified. White House fence climber arrested. Reagan shooter funds rejection, indifference in future home. Florida mother charged with encouraging daughter to fight. 
Three found shot to death in Pennsylvania Hotel. Man charged in death of man in alley. Woman due in court. Uh, when cops use Facebook to fight crime. A uh, woman uh, arriving from Jordan arrested in 2009. Slaying. Police worry. Woman suspected of murder kidnapping may flee. Let's see. Authorities. Uh, terrorism probe yields six arrests in two states. FBI admits flaws in hair analysis over decades. Uh, facts, law in Memphis case, similar to Cleveland cop shooting. Uh, here's one Mexico captures leader of Juarez cartel. Uh, Florida football player arrested for setting up an armed robbery. Uh, trial beginning for last three defendants in FAMU hazing case. Uh, bomb squad robot delivers pizza, saves a man's life. Uh, behind bars, but not the times. Uncertainty lingers as jury uh, uh, deliberates uh, uh, in Ethan Pat's case. Uh, let's see, in cold blood inside the uh, Aaron Hernandez murder trial, officials three shot injured at Delaware State Cookout, sex dementia, husband charged with abuse. Uh, Ohio officer prays for uh, restraint, refused to shoot. Uh, Slaying suspect. Uh, Sug Knight prosecutor uses time tested strategy. Hey, it's just all kinds of good stuff. But I got to go for this dementia one. No, I don't want the videos, folks. Why is everything video anyway? Have you noticed that? Everything is video. Well, you know what? Let's try that. Yeah, here, I'll play the video. You can hear it. Sexual abuse for sleeping with his wife who suffered from dementia. The question at the heart of the case is whether Donna Lou Rehans consented to having sex with her husband, 78 year old Henry Rehans. Of course, we have to bumper, right? This is why I don't like using it. He this. took the stand in his own defense yesterday. Take a listen. There is, a, at the very end of this, there is a discussion um, about Donna's cognitive suffering again, sorry about that. Welcome to the internet. And her ability to hear consensual sexual activity is very modest, right? I believe so. Uh, do you remember when when the discussion got to that point? Yes. And, and do you remember what you said? Of course he doesn't. He had dementia, but let's go. Yes, I said that's not a problem. And why did you say that's not a problem? Because I, 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 my thoughts were, or my definition of that was intercourse. And what about intercourse? I, I did not have intercourse. It sounds like what uh, Clinton said. That wasn't in that particular sentence. You mean in time? That's right. Dr. Kaplan, both of them 78. It's a second marriage for both. They met while they were singing in the church choir. It, she had dementia. There's no doubt about that. She has since passed. My question to you, should criminal charges have been brought against him? What do you guys think? Let's see what they say. Hey, Michael. 
Absolutely not. I mean, we have a technical ethics description for this. It's bonkers. And I'm ready to say it's bonkers on steroids. Why don't we have a family meeting? Why are we in court with a third-degree felony charge uh, against this guy for having sex with his wife? I understand she's... Anyway, I'm not going to labor this thing, but here you go. Hey, just when you thought that it couldn't get any crazier, right? Uh, Wrong answer. Of course it can. It can always get crazier. This is the world that we live in. Absolutely. Just when you think it can't get any crazier. Let's see here. What else we got? Soldier's son presented 70-year-old dog tax on the beach. Obama voices support for marijuana laws. Let's see. I love the McDonald's one, don't you? Let's see. Homeless millennials are transforming whole culture. Beautiful view of Mercury. Right, right, right. Orders of the day. Top images from around the world. Well, that's great, but no. Let's see. Playboy posing veteran arrested and flags couple sets off debate. I love it already. How about you? Here we go. Playboy posing veteran arrested and flags couple that sets off debate over everything. Wonderful. In fact, I'm going to put that on Talk America Facebook because that's definitely a worthy post. Uh, just when you thought it couldn't get any crazier, folks, let me tell you, it can absolutely, absolutely get crazier. Let's read the story. Oh, glory, new controversy. Let's see. Police in Georgia arrested a U.S. veteran on Friday after she took an American flag away from students who were trampling it. Okay, I can agree with that. Uh, Michelle Manhart, a former Air Force staff sergeant who left the military after posing nude for Playboy, took the flag from a group of African-American students at Valdosada uh, State University where, who were demonstrating against racism. Uh, Manhart, who is white, was handcuffed but was, has not been charged with a crime. A video of the confrontation recorded by Manhart's daughter shows a strange three-way stand-up between students, Manhart, and BSU police. The spat would hardly have been more uh, symbolic with both sides claiming ownership of the American flag and expressing outrage. The flag belongs to the entire United States, Manhart says on camera while clutching the stars and stripes. Is that not theft, a student says moments later? I swear to God, small g on the God, if this had been in the hood, you'd had had me in handcuffs already. He sounds just like a wonderful person. Doesn't he sound like a wonderful person? Really, you know, this and this is out of college, ladies and gentlemen, where, you know, education, you know, intelligence is supposed to be the order of the day where people use their brains versus their bronze. Uh, yeah, that just shows there's a lot of people going to college that really probably could do something better. You know, I wonder if this is the same person that said this idiotic statement that worked for McDonald's and served up a rote sandwich. Just kidding. Anyway, the video has generated a controversy on the Internet, especially among conservative websites that see Manhart as a hero for defending the flag, but Manhart's own past posing for Playboy while in the military, uniform has led to claims of hypocrisy. Wasn't that funny? Isn't that funny? 
So what's the guy pissed off about? You know, I knew I shouldn't have picked this one, but I did, and here we are. You know, this is supposed to be fun Monday, and I can feel, you know, yeah, right. Uh, you know, let's see. Maybe he's pissed off because it's red, white, and blue, and that red, white, and black. I don't know. Uh, I didn't make the flag, folks, and neither did she. But the flag does stand for a particular symbol. Why does the flag have to be brought into racism? I don't get it. Well, the flag's not yours, so it belongs to racist white America, right? So it's the white people's flag, not ours. Well, uh, you know, gee, did I say that? Go back to your own country, folks, and, you know, shit on your flag. I guess you could do that because she uh, did a spread in Playboy. So what? You're probably the same idiots that bought the book and were wildly masturbating while looking at her pictures. But now that now you don't like her, why? Because she stopped you from desecrating a flag. She's a veteran. I don't blame her. She did what she was she was taught and trained to do, you know. But you, if you were in the hood, though, right? You'd already been arrested. Let me tell you something, friend. If you'd have been in my hood, you'd have already been, yeah. You'd have been taken care of, whatever. Anyway. Uh, In just six minutes and 23 seconds, the YouTube video touches on many of the most tender issues in America today. Race war, white privilege, public education, police conduct, freedom of expression, and constitutional rights, even pornography and the people, ethical treatment of animals. PETA, don't we all love them? In other words, it's a perfect storm for political punditry. Unlike many other videos recently gathered national attention, however, Manhart's has was no accident, nor was the media attention to it that it has gathered. According to her Facebook page, Van Hart is the proud proprietor of a restaurant called The Bacon Bunker at Baldosa, a city of roughly 50,000 that sits close to the border with Florida. She has appeared on Days of Her Life and other television shows since leaving the Air Force. But the actress also has become something of an activist last year, last week, pardon me, and a BSU student contacted her uh, to complain about protesters trampling on the American flag. And it says she complained to BSU administrators, but they did nothing. So she sprung into action, snatched the flag. She boasted to the local TV station, WALB. Okay, the video captures everything that happens afterwards. As Manhart slowly walks away from the protesters, a young female student stops her. That's not yours, the student says, a matter of uh, faculty. Actually, it is, Manhart answers. Anytime it has been torn or ripped, it needs to be properly disposed of. This is true. So we're going to take care of that. How is that yours, the student says again. This belongs actually to the United States, Manhart claims. No, 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 the student says calmly. It's not yours. Please give it back. Then a swarm of cops and students arrive and things get uh, touchy. Right? She's committing a crime, the student says. Of course, what they were doing was just perfectly fine. His officers step in and start talking to Manhart. No, that's not how it works, Manhart's daughter says with a dismissive laugh while filming. It's okay, though. You don't know. As officers of various races try to make sense of the situation, tempers flare, and the flag quickly becomes a stand-in for American history itself. 
you killed off our people. You enslaved our people. You put us, uh, you put us in this white supremacist inaudible, and uh, I'm sure they said something wonderful. And you're stealing our flag now. Gee whiz, we we took them, we enslaved them, we put them in a horrible white supremacist whatever inaudible. Remember, and you're stealing. We're stealing their flag now. Well. Is it your flag or it isn't? If it's your flag, then why aren't you just as pissed off too and try not to desecrate the flag and do the right thing? Can't you uh, express yourself without violence and without desecrating a person's flag and all that? I mean, number one, you're basically saying you hate it. You you don't want to be here. You don't like the flag, but now you want the flag to do what with? See? Uh, Yeah, college is not doing you any good. McDonald's is calling you, but don't put any more roaches in the burger, right? Okay. Anyway, in this case, however, Manhart's alleged white privilege doesn't win the day. I didn't think she's really, because she's white, she's privileged. Uh, I don't really see that. Uh, Anyway, instead she is uh, stunned, and when BSB police uh, uh, officers detain her and is uh, not a female, said, why are you not touching her, she says to the cop, why are you not touching her? Uh, you are disobeying our lawful command, the cop says. Let go of the, this flag, ma'am. When Manhart continues resisting, officers pin her to the ground and handcuff her to a, a smattering of applause from the students. Really, guys, Manhart's daughter says to the cops, you couldn't just stand up for the flag. When a cop hands the flag back to the student, Manhart calls him a slimy white piece of uh, I can say it. Uh, shit. Uh, she then tells several white bystanders to look in her car for a list of media outlets to contact about the arrest. And it wasn't uh, wrong to say that damaged flags have to be disposed of properly. Both federal and Georgia state laws outline rules for how the flags should be treated. Those penalties are rarely, if ever, enforced. Yeah, like everything else in this country, right? However, moreover, the Supreme Court has constantly ruled that burning and mistreating a flag as a part of protest qualifies as a free speech and is protected by the Bill of Rights. Manhart was detained from resisting arrest but appears to escape punishment for filtering the flag. Neither the students nor the cops decided to press charges according to the Valdosa Daily Times. Valdosa State's president released a statement supporting the student's right to protest. Of course. Video of Manhart. See, this is what you go to school for, folks. You don't go to school to learn how to communicate. You don't learn how to negotiate or have a dialogue. You go to college to get free frigging money. You go to college to get free drugs and sex and hazing parties and uh, while your parents and everybody else in the world pays for your way, just so you can drop out and get a job at McDonald's uh, serving roach burgers. Hey, it's the American way, but it's your right, right? There you go. The irony of the U.S. veteran breaking the law in an attempt to enforce it wasn't lost on Fox News viewers. If you disagree with someone's point of view, it's perfectly okay to steal their property, huh? Wrote one. More genius. Others accused Manhart of hypocrisy, giving her own free speech battle back in 2007. While serving in the Air Force, Manhart was reminded, reprimanded, I'm sorry, 
for appearing uh, nude in Playboy. Several photos featured her in a not-so-full military dress. This staff sergeant's alleged action does not meet with the high standards we expect of our airmen, nor does it comply with the Air Force's core values of integrity, service before, self-excellence, and all we do. An Air Force spokesman said at the time, it is not representative of the many thousands of outstanding airmen who serve in the U.S. Force, Air Force today. Despite her past, Manhart's voice or more reluctant stunt seems to have stuck a nerve for many. Americans and her video have been watched nearly 4 million times his Monday morning and a Facebook page set up after the flag broadcast already had thousands of friends and followers. The nearby town of Lake Park, Georgia, announced that it was flying its own flag at half-mast in order of Manhart. There is another Manhart video that might not sit well for her and conservative supporters. However, back in 2008, she posted, posed naked for a video for PETA, a frequently target uh, for the far right. But it was her outfit, in hindsight, that really stands out, an American flag over each breast. Respectfully done, of course, because after all, those flags belong to all of us. Now, there you go. That is a story, if there ever was a story. Absolutely. Don't you think? I sure do. But there you go. Isn't it wonderful? In America. In America. Oh, I don't mean to sing. That's what you call singing. But I love it. I absolutely love it. That's how crazy that this friggin' world can absolutely get just when you thought it was over. Just when you thought it was over. That's how nutty it gets. Uh, who cares? Who cares? That's what I say. I don't know anybody that gives a rat's behind. I really don't. But there it is. There it is. Anyway, I'm going to take a break for a second, and uh, we'll get back here in a minute. Uh, so, uh, yeah, see you in a minute. Anyway, let's see what else we can find. I'm telling you, the world is full of all kinds of joy, joyous, wonderful things. 
just when you thought it was over, right? Let's see, what other wonderful things are happening into our world today? There must be some wonderful things. Oh, here we go. This should be interesting. Oh, wonderful, yeah. Some more wonderful nonsense. The things that we want to know about, right? Absolutely. Let's see, what do we have here? This reads great. British Royal Baby's first A to Z inside the window wing at St. Mary's Hospital. Let's see. Uh, guess the Royal Baby. Right. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, due date. Uh, breast dress bump. Right. Uh, toddler Prince George prepares to share the spotlight. Now, these are all wonderful things that I'm sure that we're just all, everybody is interested. I mean, you know, we're having a water water shortage here in the States and all kinds of other things are happening. Uh, People are getting their heads hacked off and shot, you know. Uh, Those things are just, you know, who cares, right? I mean, uh, what that baby is going to be named or doing, that's, that's the important things, you know. Let's see, what do we have here? Politics. Rubio, people are born with sexual preference. Okay. Uh, let's see. Paul Christie should go if he knew uh, Bridge Bridgegate. Okay. GOP candidates spar over parties. Future seeking Obamacare, alternative Republicans, high tax credits. Let's see. Big money in politics emerges as an is a rising issue in 2016 campaign. Obama voiced his support for medical marijuana. Now, now, let's see what that one's about. That sounds interesting. Here we go. See? Let's see. Obama voiced his support for the medical marijuana and news documentary. All right. Great stuff here. In an interview that will air for the first time this week and as part of CNN's latest installment of its medical marijuana documentary series, We Three, uh, not to be confused with Breaking Bad. But anyway, uh, President Barack Obama signals support for the medical marijuana and for rolling back with the federal government's war on drugs. I love it. See, that's what's great about this country. We have a war on every friggin' thing that we can think of a war See, now the next one will be war on cockroaches in your hamburger. Uh, someone will come up with that one, believe me, and then, you know, you'll have the burger police, and they'll be crawling in and out of McDonald's and every other burger joint in the world. Hell, they might even bring it to your house and make sure that you don't have roaches in your hamburger. I mean, that's, that's what America is all about. We watch out for each other. Anyway, let's see. Uh, right, we three, President Barack Obama signals support for medical marijuana and for rolling back the federal government's war on drugs. Oh, rolling back. Uh, is that like backpedaling? Anyway, uh, CNN's chief medical correspondent, Sergey Gupta, a vocal supporter of the legalization of medical marijuana, asked Obama in the documentary if he supports the goals of historic Senate Bill introduced in March that seeks to make several major changes in federal law, including drastically reducing the federal government's ability to crack down on state legal medical marijuana programs, 
Encouraging more research into the plant and reclassifying marijuana is a less dangerous drug. You know, I think I'd have to take a look at the details, Obama began in response. But I'm in, on record saying that not only do I think carefully prescribed medical use of marijuana may in fact be appropriate, and that we should follow the science as opposed to ideology on the issue. But I'm also on record as saying that the more we treat some of these issues related to drug abuse from a public health model and not just from an incarceration model, the better off we're going to be. Now, let me break that down to you folks. I'm going to put this on our Facebook page, too. But, yeah, let me break that down for you. Here's what he's really saying. He's saying that, you know what? I think I figured a way we can make some more money. That's what he's really saying. Don't let him bullshit you. Somebody's got to him, and they've been pushing around their head saying, you know what, if we can't fight them, why can't we make a buck off of them? I mean, that's what they've been doing forever anyway, folks, isn't it? I mean, uh, check out when you pay your taxes. uh, How much are you keeping versus how much you're giving to them? But that's another show altogether. Anyway, let's see here. You know, let's see. Ba 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 ba. Okay, here we go. More more of this. Uh, Obama went on to use current tobacco policies, an example of a model of the United States could employ to move away from its punitive approach on drug uses. One of the greatest victories of all this country has been our ability to reduce incidences of smoking, increase the incidences of seatbelt use, Obama said. And you know, we save tons and thousands and hundreds of thousands of lives every single year. We shouldn't, we didn't throw anybody in jail. We just made sure that they were all well-informed. And if somebody has an addiction, we made sure that we made it easy for them to get help. Right. And I think we need to reemphasize that approach because we don't want to encourage our kids to engage in drug use. But there are going to be more effective ways than too often the approach we're taking today. Now, that's just plain bullshit. These parents, man, are on every friggin' prescription drug, man, oxycodone, Vicodin, Tramadol, uh, you know, you uh, 15 million over-the-counter pain relief medication and whatever else they can dig off the street. You know, uh, they're on so much damn drugs now they can't see straight. But Obama, see, he gonna make it all good for everybody. That's right, and he's gonna figure out a way to make some money while he's making it better for everybody. Uh, this guy just—he never quits, does he? Let's see. The United States is home to just five percent of the world's population, but a full twenty-five percent of the world's prisoners. Yeah, you notice that, huh? Let's see. Harsh and lengthy sentences for nonviolent drug possession or distribution crimes have helped boost that figure. Well, that's because they figured out that I, I think I know how we can get free labor. You know, remember, well, you may not remember, but I do. Back in the day, uh, after the uh, 
you know, during the Depression and that type of thing, they had a thing called work fair. And that meant you worked for the public street system or whatever, but, you know, you went out and you filled potholes, you built bridges, you, you know, whatever whatever they could do, you know, if you, if you weren't the, the missus selling apples or whatever on the corner uh, to try to get by. And that's what this president stuff is. That's, it's just a way of getting free waiver. That's all it ever has been, you know. Uh, but they want to tell you that all oh, we're doing good things here, you know. Uh, we're keeping these people locked up because they're they're bad, horrible people. Well, don't I hope nobody's forgetting that uh, you know Billy Bob Clinton was flying marijuana and crap into Mena, Arkansas during his time as governor and all that. Uh, you know, don't don't lose your mind, folks. Don't try reading. So you don't be like those fools that were just beating, a, trying to beat the hell out of that lady for trying to do the right thing with a flag because they're pissed off because of something that, you know, none of us had any control of, including them, and still don't. That's life in the big city. If you don't like it here, go live over there where ISIS is. I'm sure they'll find wonderful things to do with you. Uh, take their little flag that they, that black one they carry around, and you know what you you piss on it and stamp on it, and I guarantee you'll be the next one with your head chopped off. Uh, you got it made here in this country, so shut the fuck up and quit crying. Uh, that's just my opinion to you. Anyway, uh, 1980, there were roughly 40,000 drug offenders in the U.S. prisons, according to research from the Sentencing Project. A present sentencing reform group in 2011, that number had ballooned to more than 500,000 to most were not high-level operators and did not have prior criminal records. Obama's comments to Gupta echo statements he voiced in February backing the removal of criminal penalties for nonviolent drug offenders. And it goes on and on and on and on and on and on. Uh, You know, like Senator Cory Booker here from uh, Democrat from New Jersey. He says, in a co-sponsor, the Senate bill Gupta was referring to also sat down with Gupta and CNN's new documentary and slammed the federal government's marijuana laws as hypocritical. Well, they, all their laws are hypocritical, friend. They, don't you read the book? I mean, don't wait for the movie, man. I mean, it's out there in front of you. I mean, get out from Dancing with the Idiots and Days of Our Strife and the rest of that horse manure that you people puke on on a daily basis, get your head out of your asses and read. Read. That's all I'm doing. Read. This stuff is out there. Go look for it. It affects you. It affects I. What are you waiting for? You know, you're going to end up with your asses handed to you in a box, and then you're going to wonder why. Well, I think I know why, but whatever. It says, we now have three presidents that have admitted to smoking marijuana. Yeah, I don't doubt that. And there's quite a few of them that didn't. I could name me a few, but I'll, I'll neglect that right now. Uh, hey, I've smoked marijuana recreationally. How much of a hypocrite do you have to be to say that I broke American laws using pot as a recreational thing and that I'm not going to support this idea that as a medicine for severely sick people, they shouldn't be able to access this drug? Well, they don't care if they access the drug as long as they can get some kind of money out of it and control it. See, that's what the government loves to do. That's what these people enjoy doing. They like to control and they want to make money. 
And uh, that's what you're all about. That's what you're doing for them. Uh, but as long as they keep your football game going on TV and you can get down there and buy your 18-pack ice-cold beer and you can act like a jackass by painting yourself green or whatever friggin' color you do for your sports team and, and hip-de-hoo and act like a friggin' idiot, uh, you're not going to do anything uh, because you're a loser. But that's okay. Uh, there's plenty of them out there. Uh, maybe... Uh, if uh, this old boy run again for president, you can be his vice president because uh, that's about as dumb as it takes to run for this bull. And he says, I agree with President Obama that we should look at how we reduce cigarette smoking rates to historic lows and apply those same tools to marijuana, Ripple said. That would require moving marijuana out of the Controlled Substance Acts of the schedule, or a list of schedules altogether, just like tobacco, Instead, using taxes on its education and sensible regulations, that's what's working in Colorado now and what every major poll shows the majority of Americans are ready to do. That's bull Maloney, too. All it is is they're saying that Colorado's raking in some tax money. That's what it is. And they're saying, like, you know what? Uh, they're, they're getting a piece of the pie. How come we're not getting any money? Oh, well, what do we need to do? Oh, we've had a change of heart now. Yeah, right, in the pig's eye. Under the Controlled Substances Act, CSA in the U.S. has five categories for drugs and drug ingredients. Schedule 1 is reserved for what the Drug Enforcement Administration considers to be the most dangerous drugs without currently accepted medical value. Marijuana has been classified as Schedule 1 for decades alongside substances like heroin and LSD. Uh, Rappel says that the medical marijuana uh, protections bill introduced in the Senate last month is a great bill, but also explained that he's critical of the one provision that only moves marijuana to Schedule 2. The same schedule is a cocaine and methamphetamine. Well, that'll make uh, Breaking Bad feel good, you know. Walter was going to shit some bricks there, but he's okay now. Of course, uh, you know, on the reruns anyway, because he's not with us anymore. But I need to wind this thing down. I'm looking at the time. I've had too much fun with this today. Anyway, it says, uh, that's obviously not the appropriate category. Moving it there wouldn't address bigger obstacles to research like DEA and NIDA's control over the supply of marijuana available to researchers, Rep said. To date, 23 states in the District of Columbia have legalized marijuana for medical purposes, and 13 others have legalized the use uh, of limited marijuana extracts for certain conditions. Multiple studies have shown a range of potential and medical benefits, suggesting marijuana combats aggressive cancer, which I know it does, slows the spread of HIV. I'm not sure about that one, but I can see that and stunts the progression of Alzheimer's disease. I've heard good things about that, too. See, folks, I have no problem with marijuana. I really don't. And I don't have a problem. I'm going to wind this thing up here. Uh, I don't have a problem with people being able to protest or express, you know, their, their rights as an American citizen. But it doesn't give you the right to be violent and go crazy and cause more destruction. How do you expect to get your point believed or listened to or any credibility to it when you act as bad as you say the people 
that you're protesting about have acted. All you're doing, my friends, is putting yourself into the same position that they're in, doing the same things, and you are no better than they are. And you need to figure that out. You just need to, because it just doesn't do any good to do that type of thing. Uh, you need to figure it out. You need to act accordingly. But anyway, uh, this is Talk America. We have done our show. It's been fun Monday. I've enjoyed it. Hope you have. And we'll see you next Monday with a new show. And let's see where it rolls and how crazy America can be about then. Uh, thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the show. I enjoyed doing it. Uh, take care. We'll see you next time. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.